Hey everybody. Hi friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Allison and welcome to Out of the Average Podcast. Welcome everyone. This is our 2021 Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, hey everyone. So this week we're talking about werewolves. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't talked about werewolves before on here because I love werewolf mythology, but I feel like there's a lot more to the history of werewolves than is acknowledged in our modern media representations of it, which is where I feel like you and I get a bulk of our lore yeah. when it comes yeah, to sexy werewolves. werewolves. Yeah. yeah, sexy werewolves yeah. is your jam. <laughs> it's apparently my jam. I don't think it's my jam. I think it's just in the things that are my jam. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. It's like by default. By, by default, default, sexy werewolf is so, in yeah. your, yeah. That makes it's sense. in my wheelhouse. Fair enough. It's not well, something I'm... I think about a lot, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about sexy werewolves today. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm excited. I get to learn more. You know, I get to expand my werewolf horizon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it does. I will say, like, this is a little bit of a warning. I do go into some little, like, gruesome details at one point during this recording. I will give you a heads up, like, right before I get, like, actually graphic. So if you want to, like, skip on over, you can feel free to. Because a lot of the history of werewolves, there's pretty dark lore behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, or I shouldn't even say dark lore, but rather dark realities behind mm-hmm. the lore. So I'm really excited to get into this with you. Um, what do you say? You want to jump right in? Yeah, let's get weird. Let's get weird. Where have you heard, first heard about werewolves? Like, can you remember the first time you ever heard about werewolf lore? You know what? It's definitely before this, but I was a big Teen Wolf fan in uh, high school, but like not, not like the 80s Teen Wolf, like MTV, yeah, MTV Teen Wolf. So like when you say werewolf, it's immediate, like, like Scott McCall and whatever styles, like those, those werewolves, those, those sexy werewolves. I like them. (laughs) You know what? That's valid. All of your opinions are valid when it comes to werewolf. I feel like I, I definitely. Think, I don't think... oh. No, you're fine. What you don't think you ever really heard about it as a kid? Like, no, I definitely have, but I'm like trying to think of something that I could pick up off. Like, of. Pick up off of, and I don't. I don't think I have one. It's... There's like a lot of like Scooby Doo movies, like classic Scooby Doo movies that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, like like you know revolved around werewolf mythology and I feel like I I remember like the OG Teen Wolf like all the 80s like werewolf movies and stuff like that I definitely was into as a kid but I know you're not into as much like 80s like even the slasher stuff um but yeah and like I always had heard of like different like random like backstories about werewolves and stuff but what was interesting is that like while I was doing the research for this episode because of course I wanted to do research because I want to know like my first thing was like when was like werewolves like first really mentioned at least like in written lore let's just say which you know of course like oral traditions from all over the world we don't know everybody's stories we don't know like the different like opinions of werewolf but I really was like all right like what what have people heard of werewolves like originally so I know that like 
people say like lycanthropy or um, lycanthrope as werewolf is like an interchangeable thing. And I knew that there was like this kind of like Greek origin to that. We know that like lycaon is from the Greek, um, well, possibly two origins like Leucanthropos, which is Wolfman, derived from King Lycaon, who I'll tell his story about, um, or Lycos, which means wolf, and Anthropos, which means man. So we see that, and like that root word um, in lycanthropy is Lycaon. So have you ever heard of the Greek legend of King Lycaon? The name's very familiar, but I don't actually think I know the legend at all. Right. The name's probably familiar from the word lycanthrope, which you've heard like as, you know, as the term of werewolf. But I feel like I have heard of the king. Like, I feel like I've heard of him. But but I guess I know what you're saying with like the word itself. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll just briefly go over his story really quick. So he was the king of Arcadia way back in the day. And he tested Zeus's claim of omniscience where, you know, Zeus is this all knowing, all powerful god of the gods. Right. So, you know, he tests him as in most stories, there's this like flaw of hubris. So what he did to test Zeus was like Aeon killed his own son, Nyctimus, and he cooked his flesh and served it to Zeus. And he wanted to see if Zeus would know that he was giving him human flesh. And as a punishment, because obviously Zeus found out what was up, as a punishment, Zeus turned Lycan into a werewolf. And so that was like the origin story of werewolves from Greek Mm -hmm. mythology. But we also see it in other mythologies, like in Norse folklore, there's a saga of the Volsungs or Volsunga saga. It's a legendary poetic saga from the 13th century telling the story of the rise and fall of the Volsung clan. So um, in this story, just briefly, the father, there's a father and son, and they discover pelts that when they put on the pelts, allow the person wearing them to transform into a wolf for 10 days at a time. That story kind of added, like, like it got a little bit tragic, like their time as well as ended because he ended up killing his son and like yada yada. The son ended up being... <sighs> reborn alive again like it was fine in the end but um what I thought was interesting about that um, automatically is like you can already see like these different methodologies of turning into werewolves and that's something that I'd always thought was interesting because even in all the movies I had seen I feel like there was always different ways that they had been transformed um you know what I mean like different ways like in Greek, we already see that this is Zeus transforming him with magical powers. In Norse mm-hmm. folklore, there were pelts that they were able to, like animal pelts that they were able to don and then turn into werewolves. Um, the earliest myth, though, that I could find um, of like an example of werewolf in lore is the Epic of Gilgamesh. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I'm sure you, I feel like we might have on here. I have. I actually I read it in college. Um, oh, I remember nothing about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, other than the fact that I had to read it. Right, but, fair enough. Yeah. So in so the Epic of Gilgamesh, it's like the oldest known Western prose from Mesopotamia. Um, it's dated to around um, 2100 BC, but it could have been anywhere all the way to like 1200 BC. So in that Gilgamesh stopped pursuing a love interest when he found out that the love interest that he was after had previously turned an ex-lover into a werewolf. Um, and so that's supposedly like the oldest example in at least, like I said, written lore. Um, but what I thought was interesting again is like, even in that, like it was someone else turning the, the werewolf into something else. And we know that like, um, throughout time there's always been like these different like ways like I remember um there was a a Scooby-Doo movie as a kid and one of it was like a curse and that's how they turned into werewolves but I've seen also like biting um in Harry Potter stories like 
yeah they have like the one werewolf like will bite another werewolf and then he'll change but if they just scratch them and they might have like characteristics of a werewolf yeah something along those lines yeah like mortal instruments it's like a disease like yeah 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 like you have them like all different ways which I always thought was really cool and also kind of tells to like this example of how you can have similar mythologies from all over the place but depending on what might be um a bigger threat in your society could also influence that Mm. mode of changing or Mm -hmm. you know like or why they're changing in the first place or what happens to them when they change like sometimes they they're vicious and evil and sometimes they are just like confused there's like a lot of um writings from the middle ages about werewolves and every time they mention them they're really just like benign um beings that are trying to figure out how to become human again so Mm. it's just like interesting when when you like take an example and like look at the different times that they Mm -hmm. you know that have been done um we also know that like um in the okay so what's interesting is like on here before we've talked about witch trials you know we Mm -hmm. talked about goody garlic and in that episode we talked a lot about different witch trials that took place across europe um as well as you know made its way over to the united states but what i found out while doing this research was actually that there's something called werewolf witch trials Mm. so it's not so much that they were even different trials but during the witch trials that took place in europe there also took place in some of those trials werewolf trials so yeah like just peppered in and even in some of the same trials like specific ones it would be a case of both werewolf and witches like being accused in the same time um so yeah so there was like these werewolf trials that took place in europe specifically between the 15th and 17th centuries um i tried to like look into it and it seemed a lot of the the examples that we could find like records of are in the same vein of witch trials where we talked about the people who were being persecuted often were outliers of society so we have a lot of like werewolves that have been accused that were like scapegoats for some reason or another or there was like religious or political clashes that were taking place in the society and that's what led to like this fear of other you also have that widespread spread sense of superstition that was in a lot of smaller communities um those that were often accused were like hermits or outliers or beggars or criminals or even people suffering from delusions um a lot of time though i feel like i'd seen a lot of the records so they're just like with the witch trials there aren't tons and tons of clear records that we can just like sift through for these like werewolf trials but i did find an example of these two men um from 1521 that were tried in France um, that I thought was like a little bit interesting. And these were criminal trials. So like a lot of the records that I found, all the examples of werewolves, they were criminals of one way or another. Often they were murderers. So this example from France, um, like I said, 1521, their names were Pierre Burgot and Michel Verdun. So they were two shepherds who had supposedly made a pact with the devil. They had received an ointment from the devil that turned them into wolves. So again, we see a different method of transformation, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they did was like every time they turned into wolves they killed children and they literally admitted to killing children and eating them and they were convicted and burned at the stake. wow they admitted to it yeah they admitted that it was, it was like so yeah a lot of times a lot of times though people who were being tried even we know with witch trials mm. they admitted things 
and they didn't know what they were admitting to like some of these people were delusional or some of these were put in like intense pain and suffering and that's why they admitted to it because they wanted it to end I mean these two were definitely murderers and so you know it is what it is whether or not they've turned into wolves exactly debated but murderers um but I also thought it was just interesting that in their example they received an ointment from the devil and this is 1500 so at this time they bleed in humors in the body and things like that and so we know that like a lot of like fluids and ointments and things along those lines were going to be in like local lore or medicines and things like that so I feel like it makes sense that for them their their story was involving an ointment Mm -hmm. um but another story that I thought was interesting that I had actually heard of this a while ago I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bedburg werewolf before nah I'm realizing that I really don't know a lot of werewolf Werewolf? lore that's cool that's exciting so there's this guy um you might have heard it as a bedbury werewolf or bedford werewolf um his name was actually peter stump though you'll see his name spelled like so many different ways sometimes you'll even see it spelled or said as stub um but often um he was referred to as peter stump they actually think because part of his arm was um, amputated and so he had like a stump arm and that's why he was called that even though it's spelled s-t-u-m-p-p mm-hmm. um but anyway so this guy is crazy and i'm just letting you know like we'll do a trigger warning at the start of the start of the episode but this is going to get like a little a little in depth a little in depth um mm-hmm. so just a warning um, it might be distressing for some listeners, <clears throat> but Peter Stump, so this is Germany, 15th, 16th century rather, so it's around 1589 that his trial takes place. So he was a wealthy farmer and he brutally, brutally murdered and claimed to have eaten not just animals like lambs and goats, but also men, women, and children. Under torture, he confessed after being captured by people who claimed to have seen him transform into a werewolf. He confessed to these crimes. Um, He confessed to practicing black magic since he was 12 years old. He also confessed to receiving um, kind of like this, like a girdle that had, or an enchanted belt. It's written in multiple ways as like girdle or belt along the same lines, received Mm -hmm. it from the devil. Again, we have it like as in a direct communion from the devil. So he owned this magically enchanted belt, which caused the transformation of him into a a werewolf that he can just put on whenever he wanted to. Um, So he admitted that he was practicing black magic since he was 12, and he admitted to killing and eating 14 children, including his own son, of which he claimed to have eaten his son's brains, and two pregnant women, and he claimed to have eaten and feasted on in his worms, in his words, um, their fetuses, like ripped them from the womb and eaten the fetuses. So I've seen it listed in places that because he was a wealthy farmer, this could have been a political scapegoat, but he in more often than not like all of the sources i could find they were like no this guy was a deranged murderer um mm-hmm. his victim total was 18 humans and his crimes ranged from 1564 until he was caught in 1589 um his death was like wild so again this was a 1500 so it was another example of like a werewolf trial but his punishment was death by breaking and so that they would either you yeah i'm gonna go into it are you are you cool yeah i'm okay i just so they <laughs> sounds sounds intense right well most often when they would say death by breaking that would mean that they would take a breaking wheel 
Um, they were called so many different things like Catherine wheels, but they were wheels, like giant wheels that you would like get on a wagon. Sometimes mm-hmm. they were covered in iron, um, like a rim. And they would literally like tie you down and stretch you out and break your limbs slowly with a yeah. wheel mm-hmm. um, because I'm they wanted you with to that. be tortured first. So with him, um, with Peter Stubb or Stump, they actually tied his body to a wheel. They ripped off, like tear, tore off large pieces of flesh from 10 different sections of his body. Then they broke his body and then they decapitated him and set his body on fire on a pyre. Then in order to deter any locals from getting the bad idea of like, look what this guy did, they um, erected a pole that had the symbology of a wheel and a wolf on it and his decapitated head on top of the pole as Mm -hmm. a warning for no one to do what he did. Um, pretty intense. And honestly, that's the most intense accusation and also example of a werewolf trial that I had come across and also just like the lore in general. And a lot of the werewolf lore that you'll see like written proof of like, and again, like this is like Western werewolf lore I'm talking about here. Mm -hmm. Um, it is almost entirely criminal. Like it is almost all that they were murderers or rapists even this guy Peter Stump supposedly like you won't find it in like the history channel sources and stuff but I've seen some other sources that say that he also committed incest with his daughter mm-hmm. and there are records of his death that show that his daughter and his mistress were t- tried and also executed along with him at the same time and she was like 15 or 16 years old so that's like messed up too like she yeah. was punished for the incest so it's like really sad and again like in that case even if he was a murderer you still see the example of like the women and the others like a mistress who were taken Mm -hmm. down with him you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah um not trying to give any kind of commentary on that it's just like that sucks like yeah but (laughs) you know what I mean you can see how Um, things were put in tandem Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and what's interesting to note is that like a lot of the werewolf delusions and stories kind of petered off as the industrialization of Europe occurred. So even like we see that with the witch trials, like once it hit like the 1700s was when, yeah, they still were happening, but they were like lessening in their, their steam, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we see that with werewolf delusions, they kind of like filtered and filtered away once industrialization took place especially because of the fact that at that point people are living in more close-knit communities you're having like all these like building and like work and like these larger communities and stuff and you have like a lessened threat of actual wolves and Mm -hmm. a lot of the times the things that are the most threatening are the real predators that we kind of transform into these like human predators like we always put like a mask on individuals like yeah yeah, Peter Stump was like an insanely disgusting guy who murdered 18 individuals so it might have been easier for people at the time to be like oh how could someone be this horrible he was a werewolf he was practicing black magic and transformed into a wolf and Mm -hmm. they say that every time he killed somebody they were aware like he was in his werewolf form so I guess you have that sense of like actualization in there as well but you did actually see like these claims of werewolves lesson once you had less of a threat from actual wolves in these communities um but a lot of people and like historians and scientists over time have tried to like make a little list of like possible medical conditions that could have caused the werewolf mania um so one of the examples of that is lycanthropy which we mentioned at the beginning that's an actual rare 
psychological condition that causes people to believe they're changing into wolves or any other large animal or prey animal um that does it is an actual psychological condition um so some people think that that could have been the case because some people honestly were claiming to have been werewolves um rabies affecting humans hallucinogens um probably ethnogenic substances and that's what was calling hallucinations um mm -hmm. as well as food poisoning so those are just like some examples and you also have other examples like diseases that um cause humans to grow an abnormal amount of hair all over their body like excessively mm -hmm. and that was an example but again oftentimes it was the same as in these witch trials that we had talked about where werewolves were being like people were being accused just because they were political clashes or differences going on or religious persecutions but you often see like these times of like trials when you're having like exam like a bigger religion um kind of like take hold over more local traditions or like even paganism and things like that and it's kind of like a melding of the two coming together um but yeah but it was really cool so like I ended up finding out so much more about werewolf lore than I had realized mm -hmm. um Meanwhile, like a lot of my my werewolf background, aside from like these like random myths, like the King Like Aeon or these other like, you know, Brothers Grimm mm -hmm. stories that I had read growing up, often I would just get it from like media. And honestly, yeah. like, I have so many favorite like, I feel like I have so many favorite like um, current media like that has to do with werewolves. Like I know you mentioned Teen Wolf, but was there any other like anything else that you particularly love like werewolf wise? Well, I read the Mortal Instruments that have a lot of like werewolf lore in there as well. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there is some. Oh, I was never Team Jacob, but there was always. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. It's my my werewolf stuff is very like young adult, like teen yeah. stuff. I'm like, I I don't remember anything as like a kid werewolf right. wise and I'm like I don't even know if there's like adult media like if you know what I mean like more mature right. werewolf media that I've ever kind of stuck my hand in and it's always been like always in this sort of like romanticized version which is so odd like to think about that's, now you know that's really funny I yeah. mean like I like I loved growing up and it still is one of my favorite movies yeah. like Scooby-Doo and Werewolf Island mm -hmm or zombie island rather where it's like a zombie island but it's also like werewolves that were actually the ones that were like doing the the stuff behind the scenes so I love that but I I loved even like little cameo roles of like um um like in the original movie what we do in the shadows I love when the mm. vampires cross with the werewolves and they're like what are we are we where are we swearwolves or werewolves and like when yeah. they're trying to get over like cursing yes. and stuff I get such a kick out of that there was also like in more in terms of like more more recent media um there's actually this game called werewolf that it, it's like it's kind of like a board game but it's like not a board game like you uh, um I don't know if you've ever played it but like you're in um like a like a group of people and someone you have like different roles to play and someone's a werewolf yeah and yeah so like I absolutely love that game so much and I know that there's like other games based off of that but there was also a movie that just came out this year called werewolves within it literally came out in 2021 and it kind of like I've heard that it was like almost based off of that game or something like maybe made like in tandem with it or something but it's like 
really funny because it's basically like a group of people that are like trapped in like a snowstorm in a small town and like slowly people are getting picked off and like you realize that there was a werewolf there I mean it's called Mm. werewolves within yeah um but yeah so I feel like that was really solid but I just like love the classic stuff and honestly I kind of was just like I love like werewolf mythology and I love the fact that like I don't know I guess I shouldn't say love the fact that it was tied to the witch trials but I thought that it was interesting, interesting that it was like tied like so tied and even to the extent where like I had heard that like during witch trials like a lot of witches were burned at the stake with their familiars as in they threw their pets on the pyres with them obviously messed up but apparently like part of that was like of this werewolf scare as well mm-hmm. so yeah so I just thought that was really 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 interesting so yeah thank you for letting me talk about this yeah of course I enjoyed learning more about werewolves because I really I'm like shocking myself right now and I'm like trying to rack my brain for like werewolf stuff and I'm like nope <laughs> nope I got Teen Wolf and I got Jacob <laughs> fair enough but fair enough. It's, listen, it's cool it's cool so I realized like while recording this I think that one of the biggest influx of werewolf media that I actually get is through music like I straight up like with my sister have like a whole playlist on Spotify of all of the songs that happen to deal with werewolves like even if it's not obvious um so I feel like I don't know it like dawned on me that I feel like that's like my biggest source of werewolf media is coming through on the on the Spotify playlist that's very interesting maybe we can like share it maybe I'll share it in like an Instagram post or something like that yeah Um, 100% yeah but um thank you for letting me talk about this today I know it got kind of like dark and gruesome at one point but sometimes that's just the way history is baby it's just it's just spooky it's not even spooky yeah it's just just dark just dark Look at me sneaking in some true crime into our supernatural podcast. Here I am. Werewolf is like, I think werewolf lore slash mythology is like, no, it's just like, that's the perpendicular, like, intersection of where like supernatural lore Mm. and true crime equally like it's it's the x marks the spot of those two aspects is werewolves. Like Mm -hmm. in a Venn diagram, you have supernatural and you have true crime and you have werewolves right in the center oh like yeah like that's how that's they how bridge the gap werewolves they do they very much bridge the, gra- the bridge the gap mind the gap oh my gosh okay all right. guys all right all right if you want right. to hear more of our ramblings you can feel free to check out any of our episodes as well as our transcripts and hit us up and send us a message through our website out of the average pod and you can also send us an email to our gmail account out of the average pod at gmail.com and then we also have an Instagram, so you can check that out at Out of the Average Pod. So, happy Halloween, guys! I know for real, happy Halloween. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's, it's Halloween just, again? I actually cannot believe it, but I love this time of year, so I'm enjoying it. Me too. I'm watching all the spooky media and enjoying all the crunchy leaves as I go for my walks and enjoying the haunted all houses. The, yeah, and the haunted houses. You're so true. And I can't wait. I'm going to be carving my pumpkin like two days from now. And I absolutely cannot wait to do so. Maybe we'll post some pictures of that on our Instagram too. But mm-hmm. let us know what you guys are doing for Halloween or how you're mm-hmm. celebrating or if you're doing any low-key rituals or some readings of some like old lore that you love or maybe like your favorite Teen Wolf episode. Let us know, even though I won't have any idea what you're talking about when it comes to Teen Wolf because I've never seen it ever, even a second of it. But 
reach out to us. Wow. I know Allison is appalled at me right now. Actually, yeah, I, I feel like you would love it. Like I've I never like you even would watched love it. Never like, even like out of spite or just like, no I just know. never was interested yeah. I was like meh I don't MTV yeah. should have been for music and not for shows in my um, I I hot take I kindly disagree hot take I kindly but, disagree but right. I see you okay let's agree to disagree <laughs> yeah I hope you have a wonderful Halloween I'm positive I'll be seeing you <laughs> and <laughs> listeners dear dear listeners I hope you have a very spooky and supernatural and out of the average Halloween. Let us know about it and enjoy it. And in the meantime, guys, stay weird. Stay weird.